Dice Paper Roll is recorded on the lands of the Bunurong people of the Kulin Nation and the Yagara people. We pay our respects to their elders past, present and emerging. Always was, always will be Aboriginal land. Inside the hut, the now statuesque and porcelain-skinned woman looks into the mirror in satisfaction. Long-fingered hands grasp the silver hairbrush, lifting it from the table to comb out her now shining black tresses. I shall greet him as he knew me then, with verd of my victory and gifts of great power to earn back the trust that was taken from me so unceremoniously. My boy, you must re-embrace their power for you tread a dangerous path. It will take a mother's wisdom. (laughs) Yes, you need a mother's touch. My touch. Baba Yaga reaches down and lifts a gilt frame. Within is an aged sketch of her holding the boy child in her arms. When I give you this gift, you will welcome me back with open arms. No one will ever take you from me again. Never. Oh, my precious one. The ancient an evil tree above the hut creaks in the wind. Its branches rustle and sway in the swirling winds, rustling that sounds like whispers, whispers that say, Bonjour, hola, 
Zastrovia, ni hao, salve, konnichiwa, and guten tag. It's Dice Paper Rollers, Curse of Strahd, episode number 29. My name is Emil, and I'm playing Sonny Bono, the sentient energy sword who, until recently, was taking over the body of Bill the Coachman. But Bill let him go in a moment of combat, and now he's in the bushes somewhere, <laughs> crying. <laughs> or he ran away, not sure. But me, the sword, I'm on the ground, wishing that I'd got my sandals back from Bill. My sandals of springing. Oh, well, maybe in the future. Ben, what are you doing today? Uh, well, I will be once again reprising my much-loved role of Ragyog, the Goblin <laughs> Cleric. <laughs> much celebrated. Yeah, much celebrated, <laughs> acclaimed um, for my John Howard impression. Yeah. Um, I thought Ben Kingsley did a better job, <laughs> that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay. Well, yeah. I, you can aspire to these things. Yeah. Yeah. But um, that's that's what I'll be doing today. Um, there'll be a bit of role play in there. There'll be perhaps a bit of guilt that he just, um, uh, you know, it was a big romantic grand gesture of of setting Sasha on fire, and um, we'll see how it goes. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Light a fire in her heart, maybe. The way to a girl's heart is by setting her on fire. Take it from me. <laughs> that's the saying. That's, that's, the, that's, that's what I the always heard. Saying. Um, uh. Lauren, hang on, Lauren. I know you. I think you should be careful here because this is a D and D podcast, and you are a female on a D and D podcast, so people might take you seriously. You know. Yeah, but I haven't gotten any death threats yet, so I don't think this podcast is popular enough for that yet. <laughs> <laughs> Right. We mustn't have any gatekeepers. I'm sorry. That's when we know we've been successful. Um, when I get cancelled. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's, that's <laughs> true. Well, Lauren, why don't you introduce yourself and um, let's see if we can get some death threats coming your way. Okay, Please, everybody. everyone, as well as subscribing to our Patreon, you can send Lauren a death threat. Oh, that would be so good. <laughs> do, it, do it over Patreon. You have no idea what that would do for my publicity. I just, I wish, I wish for death threats. <laughs> oh, God. Got a show to sell, people. Uh, oh, dear. Wow. My name's Lauren. Bok. Uh, I am playing Irina Indirovich, uh, who is a human sorcerer. She is the daughter of the Burgermeister. She is a very noble woman. She has a certain air about her that can be a little bit uh, aloof, but she loves her friends very much um, and has been saved by and saves them on many occasions. Um, she also has to, has the soul or the, someone, some kind of form of, uh, the, uh, Strad's ex-girlfriend, uh, Tatiana lives in her. So Strad is after her to get back with the ex. I mean, awkward. Mm. Um, and, but she was, Tatiana was originally supposed to be with, um, Strad's brother. So like, whoa, that's a, what a soap opera. Um, and that's Irina, Dan. Hello, I am Dan. I am playing the very singed Sasha, uh, the gnome, uh, wizard is what she is. Uh, yes, Sasha's feeling a little bit, uh, under the weather, uh, very, very low energy at the moment, uh, very singed. She is, uh, you know, like... 
her her hair and her face has all been like blasted back. It's covered in soot. The the uh, you know edges of her pale blue dress are all singed and blackened. Um, and she is looking super 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 rough at the moment. Uh, and a little bit unsure of what the hell's going on. Jack, I know you've what? sorry. I know you've already mentioned this once before, probably even tonight. But I what. Is she a human? Is she what kind of creature is she? She's a gnome. Oh, sorry. Yep. Thank you. She's a gnome. So she is small of stature, but big of heart. Mm. Mm. Fiery heart. Yes. Fiery heart. Lots of flame. <laughs> um, I am Jack, and I'm playing Louise, the paladin woman of the waves. Um, she is currently uh, standing in a field singed by the blackened uh the and blackened from the flames of the previous combat in the previous episode standing over a sword and looking down she reaches out to hold it and uh and and that's over to you greg uh, my name is Greg Pickering. I am the Dungeon Master for DPR Does Curse of Strahd. Uh, and I'm also playing the one with the leg, um, who's also um, known to be a bit slow on the old uh, crossbow crank shaft. Uh, still cranking it. Still cranking the crank crank of the crossbow. How's that initiative order? Uh, yeah. <laughs> it just took her 12 seconds. Give her a break. Okay. It's a new leg. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I'm also playing Esmeralda de Avenir, um, famed monster hunter extraordinaire. Um, and, yeah, we just uh, we just absolutely trashed Winter Splinter. The, uh, Was that his name? Winter <gasps> Splinter, yes. The, the um, tree blight. Yeah, great name. We didn't even ask him his name. Uh, I know, rude. Uh, or where the shrooms were. Real rude. Mm. Missed opportunities. Um, <laughs> no, you really, you really wanted to get your shrimps from autumn splinter. Really, that's the time. Yeah, yeah. Winter's no yeah. <laughs> not late winter splinter. They're not really. Uh, yeah, no good. Those Frost ones will kill you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Those ones killed Jeff. Um, if it's got leaves. <laughs> if it leaves, we can kill it. It's got to have them orange leaves. Um, so uh yeah the the blasted apart remains of uh winter splinter um the um the frightened and um shit stained uh form of bill the coach driver um sunny uh the hilt of sunny and uh the headless body of uh the um the barbarian Q shaman all lie at the bottom of the plateau and the rest of you are all stood at the top. Um, there's, uh, there's a few small fires uh, burning in the, um, the forest below, um, but uh, it's a misty place. So yeah, there's not much risk of a forest fire. <laughs> Good. Wow. Yeah, we really fucked this place up, didn't we? Yeah. <laughs> it's singing to us. Um, it's it's that fucked up. Le- <laughs> uh, Louise leans down and picks up the sword of Sunny. Sunny leans down fifty feet. 
Yeah, no, sorry. Sunny's down at the bottom of the canyon, Jack. Yeah, no, but some time has passed between the previous episode and she's walked (laughs) down and she's down standing over, as said in the introduction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's standing over the sword and she leans down and picks it up. Is that all right? Yeah, no, that's that's beautiful. That's that's beautiful. You you scoop up um, Sunny's uh, hilt um, and as you do, you you see the... um, the spear laying on the ground uh, nearby, uh, a bit of a, a shimmer across its blade as you you pick up Sunny. Ooh, thanks for that. You are welcome. Uh, what? How come you are not possessing me? I don't touch commies with a ten foot pole. Yeah, fail. She she puts uh, Sunny on her on her belt. Um, and uh, walks over to the to the spear and well, Sunny, I think you have made a right mess around here. Uh, is there anything you want me to pick up for you? If you see Will, get my sandals back. Uh, oh, uh, well, uh, uh, well, Sorry. I, I Bill, should be able Will. to smell him. <laughs> yeah, it smells like horses. Um. And dance moves. There's a twang um, from up on the plateau of a uh, very heavy crossbow discharging and a quarrel <laughs> sails down um, through the, the woods and you hear a dull thunk as it finally ends the pain of um, Bill the Wagon Driver. <laughs> <laughs> and you hear a... <laughs> Got him! Yes! Oh, sweet! It took fucking ages to load. That gnome told me it would take no time at all. Uh, uh, well, I, I think I have earned him, Sonny. Uh, that was a barbarian, uh, right? Um, it's a bit. It's getting uh, dark. It's dust. Might as well be. Come on, get those sandals. <laughs> you can wear them for the time being if you want. Well, all right. Uh, that would be wonderful. I love the jumping. Good uh, jumping back there earlier. It increases your jumping by three times. Well, with this diving bell, I do not jump very high, so that is very good. Um, uh, she she wanders over towards Bill. Um, is Bill like in the bushes of the end? Yeah, he's he's uh, laying tangled amidst the um, the roots of of the uh, of Winter Splinter. Um, the the sandals had actually been his undoing. They they snagged on one of the the, uh, the roots that stuck out of the ground. <laughs> uh, the the quarrel is um, firmly not buried. good for Bill, but good for me. Yeah, in the back of his skull. <laughs> oh, Bill, you're a good <clears throat> meat puppet. Yeah, don't roll him over. Is that it? That is not pretty. I am glad that you do not have eyes because uh, you may be feeling a wee bit of guilt if it was not for your cold dead heart. Guilt? Uh, I'm a Republican. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Uh, And she leans down um, to to start pulling the boots off of Bill. But her eyes glance up and notice the trunk of the tree. Um, Yeah. <clears throat> There's a glimmer um, from within the the top of the trunk, and you can see the top of the the gem just 
just cresting above the the splintered corpse of, of, the, <laughs> just of Bill. positive meniscus of, uh, <laughs> of magical jab just poking up. Uh, uh, she um, she shakes the boots loose, and as she's she kind of stumbles over, sort of putting the boots on at the same time, and um, and uh, like much noticeably boundier walks over and um and strides uh, even strides <laughs> yeah she hasn't felt this light on ground since being underwater um <laughs> uh, jumping is the new swimming uh, yeah um and uh and walks over to the 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 trunk and and sees the gem and and yells out, "Oh, I think I have found something. Uh, 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 it's okay. I, I will get it." Uh, and uh, she she comes over and um, uh, hesitates and pulls her sickle out of her belt um, and and sort of reaches it out towards the the gem, feeling suddenly. Uneasy. Yeah. Okay. So, um, do you want to <clears throat> try and move the gem, or just give it a tap, or yeah, maybe a tap initially. Yep. Um, you you tap the gem, and it it rocks back and forth in the um, the base, uh, the the um, stump of the the tree, dead winter splinter. And as it rocks back and forth, um, the uh, the roots underneath your feet start to writhe a little bit until the gem stops and then the, the roots stop writhing. Hmm. Sunny, what do you think we should do? Uh, well, fair enough. It was a big combat for you. Uh, no, I'm just well, pr- practicing my sleep noises. <laughs> I think oh. you should take the gem. <laughs> oh, uh, okay. She, she, uh, she, re- she put. She kind of tries to lodge the sickle in underneath the gem to kind of flick it out. Yeah. Um, you do. You flick it out, and as it does, the the stump writhes again and then and then stops and the um the gem arcs through the air and you reach out and and catch it in your 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 hand and as you do there's a bright flash of light and then you no it's it's just a gem no it's it's just it lands heavily in your hand you feel a warmth from it um and a sense of like life and um positive energy like a like health uh and um and healing and growth um it's it's obviously uh it fills you with a warm glow that um again you don't feel very often in barovia um yeah yeah this uh this gem is very warm this is not what i expected I don't know what I expected, but it was certainly not that. Give it a rub on my palm. Let me feel. Okay. Well, and she kind of rubs it on the palm. Oh. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Jab to jab action. <laughs> Makes the this stones is, uh, kiss. This is very uncomfortable. Yes. Yeah, stone <laughs> to stone rub. Um. Uh, you can you can hear in from inside the diving bell. Louise is making kissy sounds. 
<laughs> I haven't felt a diamond. I haven't felt a gemstone that nice since Princess Di's blood diamonds. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, on that note, uh, maybe we should go back to the uh, the others and see what they have to say about this stone. Yeah, but maybe in like three minutes. <laughs> You spend three minutes rubbing the stones together and then return to the campsite above. <laughs> three long, long minutes for you, Louise. <laughs> Very long. Three of the longest minutes of your life. Um, <laughs> Meanwhile, at the top of the, the cliff, Ragyog, um, I, I apologise profusely, Sasha, um, uh, I hope you'll forgive me. I'm, I'm sure you're feeling very weak right now. And he's, what, he's what in the heck for? Moving around and putting a cushion down. And but please, please, won't you sit down? And um, you know, just you know, things got a little bit heated back there. <laughs> um, uh, and uh, could it might have maybe been my fault. Um, anyway, if you'll just sit down for me, and um, I, I, I do think I do believe I'm getting the vapors. Well, but look, I. If you'll allow me, um, I, I can heal. I can heal you. Nathander can... Okay, that's great. That sounds amazing. I was going to okay see if you. we could maybe okay. take a short rest or something like that. Because I feel a little woozy, you see. <laughs> <laughs> but, but look, listen, just just sit. Just sit and relax. And um, Ragyog kneels down on one knee and summons the power of Nathander. Morning, Lord. Cast, cast your warmth and and the rays of your love on Sasha here, and please heal her wounds. And he casts cure wounds for two d eight. Awesome. As you reach out for Lathander's energy uh, to to cast the healing spell on Sasha, um, you um, you reach out for that that divine connection to Lathander and you feel his light and warmth um, for a second before dark shadows encroach um, around it and all of a sudden your vision goes blurry and then black and Ragyog, you are stood in uh, an endless black void floating but somehow standing um, in this space and um, the the darkness is is all encompassing and um, it, it swallows you up you feel uh at, at once a sense of um claustrophobia and agoraphobia so there's like the the space is oh, there but no. it's also clinging down on you um and you feel I accidentally have a, a mushroom that i didn't know about you feel the 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 caress of um tentacles um on the back of your neck and the backs of your legs and arms and whispers um, suddenly uh, grow and build around oh, you. Dear. Take her life. Take her yes. essence. Take her yes. life force. What is going on here? I'm cool with it. Gobble it up. Oh, Take it for us. <laughs> no, no. Ragyog shuts his eyes oh. and says, be gone! As you open them, you are reaching out to Sasha, and um, the the golden hour is on you. It's dusk, um, and you are reaching out, and you've just yelled out "Be gone!" Um, before you uh, cast 
uh, the healing spell on Sasha. And it and my hand is slightly clawed as if to like grasp her throat and and my eyes widen and I quickly like cover it with a heel. Flatten my <laughs> yeah, with cover it with a heel and go, that's me. Be gone, wounds. Be gone. <laughs> Be gone from this lady's body. Uh, did it still work at the yep. full strength? So 15 hit points. Ragyog, um, Ragyog quickly gets up and walks away and takes a moment to himself, um, just whispering and praying under his breath to, to Lathander and, and a bit shaken about what just happened. Yeah. You feel the um, amulet of Ravenkind is cold on your chest as well. Uh, oh, jeez. Um, are you okay, Sasha? Uh, yes, I'm. I'm fine. I'm. I'm fine. Thank you very much. Uh, Sasha's like kind of a little bit like unsure as to what kind of is how to really read. Ragyog at the moment because it was like he was reaching out, going to do something good, and then his eyes all rolled back in the back of his head. Um, he seems like a bit of a, a weirdo, bit of a, a real right. weird unit. And oh, this is not how it's meant to go. Not how it's meant to go. And I turn around with a big grin on my face, which looks slightly unsettling with the scar. And I hold forth. Oh my! A, my jar of garlic mints. Uh, uh, Can I offer you a refreshing garlic mint? I'm, I'm, I'm fine. Thank you, thank you. Uh, and she okay. just like kind of slowly walks away. Ragyog sits down and skulls from the bottle of mint. <laughs> hey, Ragyog, you're gonna want to dial it back about ten percent. <laughs> oh, where did you come from? We just worked over the hill. I've got the hilt. Saw the whole uh, thing. Bill, no good. Uh, that combat was not so good for him. Uh, I got his boots. They make me feel great. Uh, also, that tree dropped mad loot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the orange kind. What did you get? Uh, well, uh, there is uh, well, it's mostly leaves. Uh, that is good. That's you uh, lots of fertilizer for the soil. Yeah, that's good. It will be growing back later. Maybe some seeds and you get, uh, some you get a new tree. But uh, oh, also this uh, this stone. Um, and she holds out the the stone uh, for for the others to look at. Oh, that's a that's a really powerful item. Oh, I know. That's one of the. That's one of the Wizard of the Winery uh, stones. Uh, well, I think it was actually uh, Sasha who uh, who did the final blow, so I think it is ours. I mean, that's really noble of you and, and all that, but we kind of agreed to, to to take these stones back to the Wizard of the Wines, right? Oh, this is one of those yeah, stones. One of those, yeah, it's not. Oh, sorry, Sasha. We cannot give this to you. We, we're going uh, to collectivize we have... that. Okay. Yeah. I really don't know about all of you, to be honest. I'm, I'm really. Hey, hey, hey. You said to stand you. still, and that was clearly the wrong move. I may be a talking sod, but I know bullshit when I see it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, mistakes were made, but uh, hey. 
big fucking whoop. Yes. <laughs> I can't even see you. We you're not even a, a person or anything. You're nothing. Yeah, you're just a yes. hilt. So that is. Uh, Thanks for backing is... me up, Esmeralda. Yeah, no, no problem. I've got your back. Yeah, well, didn't realize we, we were dealing with xenophobes. We don't uh, even know what you're what you're about. Like, what's your purpose? I, I, I mean, I am a little heartened that you want to take the stone back to the Wizard of the Wines, but what are you even doing out here? My sworn mission is to destroy Strahd von Zarevich. Oh, mine too. Oh, well, that's mine. And elect a 46th yeah. Republican president of the United States. Hey, Not that's mine. mine that's too. my sworn mission too. Oh, my God. Well, not the is president. The one? No, it... no, I'm a libertarian. It... <laughs> oh, great. That is just perfect. Yeah, no, the Republicans don't go far enough, in my opinion. Um <laughs> Oh, no. I'm like a really small government person, you know, like individual oh, liberty. Um, you would love some of the new guys, I tell you what. So, uh, anyway, <laughs> enough about my political persuasion. Um, so, <laughs> where where this is not the way to Strad is castles, the big one, right in the beginning of the valley. Wait, we had a plan, right? I may have forgotten it. That's what happens when you transfer bodies and lose one yes we're when we're, we're so not ready for him yet we've tried a few times now and clearly in need of help well uh you know the um you know there's something almost as dangerous out here baba yaga yes baba yaga yes but that's that's who we're after that's right we're going to destroy her to really piss right off yes and we're gonna Make some other friends, some powerful friends along the way. Hopefully, we'll duck on back to Valakai for the Festival of the Sun, and and, and Bob's your uncle. Well, I was reading this book that I got from the tower from that really nice revenant guy. Oh, the all-in-one diary thing. Yeah, Leo Leo Bear. Um, he gave me this this Strad's diary, and I was reading it. Um, it wasn't when I was winding the crossbow; it was another time. But um, <laughs> God knows you had enough time. It, um, I heard that and it hurt my feelings. Um, I um, I read it. He said he dialed it back 10%, mate. <laughs> <laughs> nice. um, and it um, it says uh, it says that Baba Yaga thinks that she's Strad's mother, but that she looked after him in the she was his nursemaid, and that she was the first one to introduce him to the dark arts. Maybe she's got well, some that sort was of... irresponsible for a mother figure. It was, yeah, yeah, it was was wasn't good. Um, yeah, wouldn't wouldn't back that choice personally. But he must um, be much older before wizarding school. I do not like to judge as our parents uh, myselves. Uh, listen, it's a hard gig, right? But uh, that is a poor choice. It's a tough gig, and uh, yeah, it's like it's easy to say twenty twenty hindsight and all that stuff. But maybe stay away from the dark arts and the oven. Um, so, yeah, a sharp objects um, and the pool. Don't go near the pool. Um, watch them when they're running but around you know, on the deck. Personal choice and all that. You know, so. but yeah, yeah. But as a libertarian, you know, you're free to do whatever you want. So. Um, <laughs> You can put them in the oven, uh, you know, whatever, small government. So um, (laughs) 
anyway, it says here that, yeah, she introduced him. So uh, it's my suspicion as an experienced and legendary monster hunter that, uh, yeah, you might be on the right track that if you take away his connection through her to the uh, the, the dark gods that hold uh, hold this place, then uh, you might might have a better chance. And how would we go about taking away that connection? Oh, I think probably like cut Baba Yaga's head off or something. Ooh, that sounds fun. Uh, that that is a lot simpler than I was expecting. Uh, no, that's kind of what I was thinking we'd do, but uh, that usually does it. Yeah, I was thinking that. Yeah. I mean, yeah, restored. So it's usually my solution. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> yeah. I think restoring <laughs> these crystals will, you know, renew the connection with the land, and and that source of life will really, uh, really fuck him up too. Be great for business for the Wizards of the Wine as well. Yeah. Hey, you haven't seen a uh, half-elf about, have you? He rides in a carriage or like a wagon. It's got a nope. saber-toothed cat. Nah, no? definitely not. Okay. Yeah, like we would have remembered that. He's yeah, a pretty, it's a pretty distinct specific, fellow. Yeah, description. Yeah, no. Nope. To be honest, uh, it's the last... He's got a big red nose. Uh, what is it? Two weeks lot of stuff has happened. Yeah, no, that's fair. The, maybe, maybe not. The first time you enter Ravenloft, it's it's a pretty harrowing experience. Uh, did you all, did you all choose to come here, or were you were you trapped? I've been here for six thousand years. Okay, <laughs> I don't really remember, <laughs> to be honest. It's a bit hazy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, I came out of the lake, so. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, good. And I yeah, also good, came good. out of the lake. What, what what do you what do you mean by trap? <laughs> well, people get drawn here. There's like a, Ravenloft is like a series of small dimensions where uh, evil gods are trapped, um, and uh, they're they you know it's it's pretty it's pretty rough. Uh, yeah, shit, didn't uh, I tell you guys that? I I could have sworn I mentioned that. Yeah, I'm sure he's <laughs> mentioned it before. I didn't know gods. Were trapped here too. Uh, what what kind of gods? Oh, what? dark, really, really fucked up ones with like tentacles and lots of eyes, like that that sort of shit, like uh, ancient uh, evils from the multiverse, uh, trapped in oh. in multiple dimensions. In like Ravenloft. the great old one kind of thing. Well, um, may yeah, like the great old one could be one, um, or many great old ones. Uh, they're they my my people, the Fistani. We we we. Uh, we tend these these places, although many of many of my people have been twisted by the darkness that inhabits these places. We've met some Fastani, haven't we? Who's that? They were the one. That was oh, the no one doubt. that gave There's us lots of them about. We had a really good piss up with them a, a few episodes back. So we got the um, got the readings from them. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, oh, wait, I was not oh, there. The that reading. was girly. One of them had a lot of toads. Yeah. Uh, there was a competition. Eva. Yes, we did. I mean, I needed to get I needed to go to her to know more about my fate. Um, I was very keen on getting a reading Sheesh. from her because I uh, Definitely. the uh Strad's ex wife uh, girlfriend thing. Uh, lives inside me. So he's very much after me, which is why we need to do this Baba Yaga oh. thing. Yeah, it sucks. 
It's real bad. Oh, Tatiana. Yeah. Your tat your Tatiana. Yeah. Well, yeah. Oh, well, that's rough. I'm real sorry about that. Yeah, it's a real slashy Irina slash Tatiana. There's the most terrible fan yeah, fiction about it. Don't go there. <laughs> <laughs> just I just stay away from the internet in general. It's usually a bit safer, particularly Twitter. That place is fucked. Um, I'm having trouble accessing it this morning. Some weird shit going on. Oh, yes. <laughs> I believe there's tentacle works in the local area. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, that, well, you know, uh, you know that, um, I mean, you're not like slash Tatiani. You kind of like are her but just reborn. Yeah, yes, that's what I've been told. Um, it does that that feels a little better? Yeah, you're still you. Like you've made all your own choices, and you still get to you still are yourself. It's just it's For just real. The soul. And like I've had like a very broken background as well, you know. Like, and that didn't turn me into an asshole. So I just don't think that you know Strad can. Bobby Yaga thinks she made Strad. I mean, he was a dickhead from day one, you know. It's just Right. Yeah. Right. He made his own choices. It's not his mum's yeah. fault. He doesn't have a leg to stand on. Excuse me, Esmeralda. Oh, so you, you you're very much nature over nurture. Yeah. Yeah. Small government, nature over nurture. You know how it goes. Um, anyway, glad we're all friends here. Yeah, we're all I'm glad we're all. It's nice to be among like-minded people. Anyway, um, it's, uh, that is pretty it's, presumptuous. It's getting, but sure. getting late in the night. Um, maybe we should rest. Uh, if if you will have have me, I will. Um, I would like to tag along. Baba Yaga is no. Is no mean feat, and it would be a um, it would be a, a great notch to put on my mechanical leg to say that I've I've helped slay Baba Yaga. I promise I'll load my crossbow first before we go, though. This <laughs> that time. sounds like a grand <laughs> idea. And look, I that would be helpful. I mean, the I mean, it was very promising uh, when you were loading that crossbow. Uh, I reckon if you had it in your hand, ready to go, then. Uh, that it would be very good for us against Baba Yaga. It's it's actually a really good crossbow, and I've got lots of fancy quarrels. I invite you to join our party, and let's slay together and play together. I'd love that. Louise suddenly puts together the crossbow and Bill, <laughs> and she goes, "I did get a, a I did get one of those barbarians right at the end. Did you see that? Did you see that, Louise? Did you see that one I got right at the end? Well, as that uh." Uh, yeah, it it was a uh, it was a barbarian. That that is right. Thank uh, goodness. Oh, good. It wasn't like some kind of poor working class folk or anything like oh. that, was it? Well, well, you know, sometimes Atlas shrugs. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, <laughs> it was Bill. It was Bill. I, I could. I I'm so sorry. It was Bill. Bill. Oh no. Bill. Who's Bill? I didn't meet a bull. Just a meat puppet. Come on, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, maybe we should um, turn in for the night. Um, uh, maybe I could, you know. I wouldn't mind that, to be honest. I'm still feeling a little woozy. If I had legs, I'd be 100 feet away by now. Let's go. Come on. Traveling through on. Barovia at night is is very dangerous. It's probably best to rest. Yeah, we, uh, as that would be preferable. Maybe we could bury Bill as well. Oh, maybe bur- bur- burning might be better because of the undead. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that would be better. Or we could like just go back into the cycle of life and contribute to the forest floor or some shit. I don't know. I mean, his soul's going to be trapped floating around this godforsaken land anyway. So. Oh, no, no. Didn't you see his face? He didn't have a soul. <laughs> hey, Louise, 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 take, take me to the edge of the plateau. That's, that's just, oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Louise picks up her Sunny and sort of like a compass guides herself to the to the edge of the plateau and i cast create bonfire <laughs> there we go problem solved <laughs> <laughs> the smell of roasting meat fills the plateau um, as you all take a long rest uh, into the night um kick back and and have a rest and you're ready to to set off again um, before dawn um, the next day. So you um, you travel down the road towards uh, Yester Hill and you're getting towards um, <clears throat> the outer edge of the the valley of Barovia. Um, and as you, you move further down, the woods um, encroach on either side of the road. Um, but in the distance, um, you can see the, the hill begin to uh, emerge um, above the treetops. Um, and just beyond, you can see that the the wall of mist that surrounds the um, valley is growing closer, and it it sits just beyond the hill. And it's a really imposing and, and eerie feeling to see this this huge wall of of um, fog just reach right up into the sky uh, and into the into the clouds above. Um, and as you you travel along, um, suddenly you hear um, you hear the you hear the squeaking of um, cartwheels uh, approaching as you um, move along um, the the track, uh, and you hear a voice oh, cry out town. ahead Rick. of you: "Rack boot, rack boot." Like a boot comes around the corner and there's a um a middle-aged balding uh man. He's got like just the little U fringe around the back, he's got a big shiny pate. It's red and um he's got jowls and a big bulbous red nose of an alcoholic. Um and he's got uh he's you know all dressed in in rags. He's swigging from a, a jug uh of of uh of moonshine and you can see behind him on his cart is uh, a, an assortment of a mishmash of different bits and pieces. So there's uh, broken weapons and household items, bits of uh, timber. And it's just a, he, he's a, a scrap man collecting um, scrap. Uh, and as he approaches the, the cry of rag and bone uh, reaches uh, your ears. Uh, and he he knuckles his forelock uh, as he approaches you. All right, there. Uh, hello, hello. How you going? Um, got any uh, bones or rags for your rag and bone men to put put on on the cart? What are you What are you doing? Who are you? Oh, you're a, you're a, you're a fancy lot, isn't it? <laughs> Thank you very much. No um, rags, ooh. no bones. No, no. Nothing. No. no rag and bone today, uh, hey. good rag and bone monger. You're very perky for somebody who's a Barovian. Well, 
I guess, you know, you got to make a living in this place. Uh, it's hard. My family are all boring as batshit, but, you know, me, I was always a colourful one. Uh, anyway. Oh, actually, actually, there is a there is a nice, really, really nice bone right here on this. On the, on the belt of this fish, fish lady. Oh, that's, that is uh, a this, lovely. This, yes, that's a very. Uh, reach, reach around here. You, you, Sunny. You, you want, you want to. Um, you have a strange voice for a, di- a diving bell. <laughs> Louise, um, Louise, letting uh, Sunny do the talking, rolls her eyes. Though it can't be seen, she picks up the the hilt and and hands it to the. To the guy. Oh fucking hell, miss! Look at this. This is fu- oh, that's that's a shiny. It doesn't. A- it doesn't have the sword bit, so it look is of no use to me. Oh, I guess. But look at this. Look at this ruby. Maybe he give it a little the rub there. At the bottom. Mm. Yeah, I just I, I, I polish it up. He blows on it and and rubs it. Look at me, look at me. The only NPC for hundreds of miles, and I get this <laughs> wonderful begemmed hilt in my head. I'm so lucky, and he lifts it up in the air. Meet uh. Puppet! <laughs> no, how could this have happened? <laughs> uh. Ragyog sits. Stirring a cup of coffee, drops a couple of garlic mints into it, <laughs> and sips. Yes. Uh, it's too early in the morning for this shit. <laughs> How's your new body, Sonny? Mm, not bad, not bad. No dicky knees that I can feel. Oh, and he does some like Russian dancing, just mm. like knees out mm. and kicks his legs forward. No dicky knees. Oh, very good. Louise reluctantly removes the boots and. Thank you. Even without the boots. It's about 20 years younger than Bill, and you can tell. And <laughs> looks down his pants, tiny dick. But that's okay. <laughs> savage hemorrhoids. Savage, <laughs> savage case. And a big sack of rags. So, you know, it just keeps getting better. Things just keep coming up sunhouse. That's the best loop sunhouse. we've got so far. <laughs> uh, well, uh, is the cart okay to take, I guess? Yeah, you hitch, my it, cart now. you hitch it to the back of the carriage, which is pulled by um, is the horse going by back Curly the, the horse. <laughs> oh yeah, Curly's. Uh, no, the cart was drawn by um, unnamed NPC forty seven, um, oh. who uh, or Meat Meat Shield. Um, <laughs> so uh, you, you, there's nothing really salvageable uh, on the cart, but uh, you could hitch it on the back of the carriage if you want. <laughs> um, you travel further down the road, um, and the hill uh, is laid out in front of you. And as you get closer and closer to this fog wall, it, it grows more and more imposing in the distance. Um, and as you get within sight of of the hill, you can see it stands much higher than the the forest um, that surrounds. Uh, and on the top is an enormous, ancient, blackened tree. Um, its skeletal branches reaching up um, to the sky uh, above. It it stands almost a hundred feet tall. But immediately you get a sense of dread on seeing it. Um, and you can see set into the hill in um, concentric circles leading down 
uh, are a series of monoliths, um, stones that have been set into the side of the hill. Uh, and in the center, uh, a, a path, gravel path leads up the side of the hill to the um, to the tree that sits on the top. And at the base of that tree, you can make out the, um, the, the site of a ramshackle hut that seems to be perched on the side of the hill just below the tree. Um, and I think that's a really good spot to end this episode of DPR Does Curse of Strad. As Sonny is rummaging through the sack of his <laughs> new avatar, he finds a Gatorade bottle and a length of hose. <laughs> <laughs> if only I could... Oh, wait, here we go. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs>